0: Today we are going to continue the Bible Creation account series and in today's teaching we are doing the second part of uh, looking at the age of mankind in earth. We are going to look at it from a biblical point of view and obviously also from a scientific point of view as well. Um, and so we have seen thus far that from a, even from a biblical point of view the idea of mankind being in the earth for the last 6,000 years only certainly doesn't uh, tie up with the bible and also scientific evidence we're going to look at a couple more areas today one is we're going to look at the uh, biblical account of the flood and how that ties in with scientific evidence again also helping to point us to how long it is that mankind has actually been on the earth and then we're going to look at uh, population growth statistics because that is another tool that we can look at in order to help us determine when it is that God actually did create Adam and Eve in the earth and we're talking about a rough estimate we're not talking about thus saith the Lord obviously and so what scientific evidence shows us today is that the the sun has been growing brighter over the past uh, ages up until now and the the estimate is roughly the sun grows brighter by roughly about 10% Every billion years. So what that means is roughly two and a half billion years ago, the sun was at 75% the brightness that we see in the earth today. And obviously the accompanying temperatures that go with the brightness of the sun. And so um a billion um well half a half a billion years ago, the sun would have been at uh, 95% of what we see in the earth today. And so wh- what that means is Currently, the 100% brightness that we see in the Earth today, accompanied by that, uh, accompanying temperatures that we experience in the Earth, is all uh, very recently been, the Earth has been recently exposed to that. And that actually ties in with scientific evidence because up to about 11,000 years ago, the temperatures on the Earth was we are not in the range that we experience now it's only over the last 11,000 years that the current temperatures on the earth today have been relatively static they have been going up and down slightly but it stays within that uh, a certain range um, now that range was only um, reached 11,000 years ago and that is when the sun reached its full 100% capacity that we experience in the earth today Now, why is that important to us? Because the biblical account of the flood tells us very plainly that up until the flood, the earth experienced no rain. It was only at the time of the flood and after the flood from there on out up until now that the earth does experience rain. Why do we know that? Because God placed his rainbow in the clouds at the time of the flood and he says that is his covenant with the earth that he'll never destroy the earth with water ever again. And so it was only at the time of the flood and since then that the the rainbow of God has been seen in the earth. And so that ties in very clearly with the scientific evidence that 11,000 years ago there was no rain prior to that because it's only since 11,000 years ago that the sun's uh, brightness is sufficient and the heat thereof is sufficient on the earth to cause uh, water to be evaporated from the surface of the earth thus making water vapor, thus forming clouds allowing rain to come into the earth and also the rainbow that God has placed into the earth. And so the flood account took place 11,000 years ago because the the temperatures that scientists have been able to uh, prove over the, the, the historical records show that that is when the earth's temperatures remain static pretty much within the range that we experience today prior to that the Earth's temperatures were not uh, hot enough in order to create water vapor thus forming clouds and rain no rain before that time. So the flood occurs in the Earth roughly 11,000 years ago that obviously now discounts the 6,000 year account of Adam and Eve being created because the flood is pushed way back further than that but don't forget also Um, Archaeologically speaking, uh, we don't see too much evidence of mankind prior to 11,000 years ago. We're going to have a look at that uh, in a lot more detail as we go into today's teaching. Well, a fair amount more detail, should I say. Now, with regards to the flood account having occurred 11,000 years ago, that also ties in with population growth stats. Because the current population on the earth is roughly 7.5 billion people. And so, if we were to go back 11,000 years and we were to say Noah and his wife were the first two to start off the Earth's population, because don't forget, God wiped out all of the Earth's population at the time of the flood. So, it really started off with Noah and his wife. Obviously, they're three sons as well, but Noah and his wife being number one and two. And so, if we were to say Noah and his wife started the Earth's population 11,000 years ago, and we applied a percentage growth, a population percentage growth of 0.2% over that 11,000-year period. We would arrive at seven and a half billion people on the Earth today. Now, the current Earth growth population stat is roughly 1%, but it's on a decline. So, in a few years' time, it'll be at 0.9, dropping down to 0.8. So, a 0.2% population growth over the last 11,000 years is not unrealistic especially in light of the fact that um, med- medicines and uh, modern science has kind of extended our, our, prolonged our life on the earth um, whereas in ages past and centuries past lifespan was not that long and so 0.2% population growth is a realistic population growth to look at so 11,000 years ago Noah and his wife two people today 7.5 billion it works out the stat works out, it does balance out. Now, if we were to um, look at mankind beginning 22,000 years ago, because as we've seen in in the previous teaching, that credible science, um, archaeological evidence, etc., points to roughly just over 20,000 years ago, mankind appearing on the earth. So, if we were to go 22,000 years ago, Adam and Eve, and we and we eliminate the flood account, so we say there's no flood from Adam and Eve till today, um, mankind continue to populate the earth, and we apply the same 0.2% population growth rate, what that translates into is a population on the earth today of roughly 2 quadrillion million or 2 trillion people um, that's a lot of people, what it means is everybody standing shoulder to shoulder on the surface of the earth is not enough space to put fit everyone. And so clearly there had to be a flood account in order to interrupt the population growth but also to apply 0.2% right from Adam through to today at 22,000 years ago it just takes the population to grow stats completely out of the ballpark. And so there are those who would suggest that you know, mankind came on the earth roughly 40,000 years ago. Talking about the scientific world talks around that that way now. And there are also some biblical scholars that follow along that path as well. We'll do the 100,000 uh, hundred thousand mark uh, now as well. But in order to accommodate a 7.5 billion population in the earth today, and say that mankind originated roughly 40,000 years ago, what they have to do in order to get that to that point they have to apply a population growth stat of 0.055 percent. Now that is exceptionally low to uh, give you an idea how low that population growth is. For the first 10,000 years of the 40,000 year period there could only be one person added to the population every two years. For a full 10,000 years, one person added every, every second year. So, you know, it's pretty absurd to think that that is the, what the population growth was over 40,000 years. Now you take the, the the number all the way back to 100,000 years because there are a lot of scientists out there, some biblical scholars, kind of weird, but they also concur with the, the scientific uh, community that mankind came into the earth 100,000 years ago. So I'm not trying to get it back further than that. Um, In order for that 100,000-year mark to be met um, with today's 7.5 billion, well, then the population growth state has to drop to 0.022%. So what does that translate out to? It's very low. It means that for the first 30,000 years of the 100,000-year period, again, only one person could be added to the planet every two years. Now, again, that's pretty absurd. Absurd. It's certainly not um, anything that's credible. You can't really work on those kind of numbers at all. It's in, un, unfeasible to think that the population growth could be so slow that you only add one person to the planet every two years for 30,000 years. And they have to do that in order to get to the 7.5 billion. They can't fudge the 7.5 billion, so they try and fudge the people looking at <laughs> how. A population growth step because it just kind of throws in emphasis. So, why do they want to prove that, well, try and show that mankind was on the earth roughly 100,000 years ago, 40,000 years ago? The reason they do that is because they want to uh, try and prove the, the theory of evolution that mankind descended from the great apes because the great apes were on the earth uh, 100,000 to 40,000 years ago. Uh, think about the Neanderthals we've mentioned already. And so, that's the reason that they try and push humankind back into that there's no credible scientific evidence that there were any humans on the earth at that period but that's the, the the false narrative that gets put out there because as i say they have to try and go back in time in order to mix mankind with the great apes that you know mankind has descended from apes really so that's the reason they do it, but as I say, when you apply the population state growth to their timeline, it just does, doesn't add up. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. All right. So if we were to take now the fact that um, the flood occurs eleven thousand years ago, well, okay, how far back do we have to go from there to determine when Adam and Eve came onto the earth? Well we can do it again using public population statistic growth to get a rough estimate and the rough estimate we can work off of is a population growth of 0.13 percent so half of the 0.2 percent just over half of the 0.2 percent that we worked off to get from NOAA to today's population so why would we drop the population growth prior to the flood well two reasons primarily one is is that the, the The footprint of humankind prior to 11,000 years ago in the Earth is very minuscule. There's very little evidence of humans in the Earth prior to 11,000 years ago. So why is that? Well, because of the flood account. And so what that tells us is that at the time of the flood, that the population of the Earth, human-wise, was not very high. Was probably about a million people, not much more than that, because there's so little evidence of human life in the earth prior to the 11,000 year mark, archaeologically speaking. So, if we say roughly about a million people on the earth at the time of the flood, and we look at a, a population growth state of 0.13%, that takes us back in time 10,000 years prior to the flood for Adam and Eve coming into the earth. And So when Adam and Eve came into the Earth from their uh, arrival on the planet until the Flood, that is a a, a time lapse of 10,000 years and 11, sorry, 1 million people would have been living on the Earth at that time. So it kind of ties in and that then takes us back to the 20,000, 21,000 year mark, which, as I say, there's a lot of credible science out there that shows that mankind was on the Earth from about just above 21,000 years ago, 20, 21,000, 22,000 years within that ballpark figure, and so we can see from the the, the flood account, um, population growth stats, the rain on the Earth because of the the, the heat of the sun, the, the, the static Earth temperatures over the last 11,000 years, all of that kind of points to the fact that mankind first appeared on the earth roughly about 21,000 years ago. We're not saying, thus saith the Lord, we're just saying, that's what we can work out from biblical um, accounts, kind of, and also what science is telling us and marrying the two. And also, as I say, population statistics, um, stats don't lie, as they say. Uh, And that brings us now to the close of God's creation account which is in Genesis 2.2 scripture says and on the seventh day God ended his work which he had done and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had done and so once day six was complete there was it. God hasn't created anything else anymore there's no more physical creation of God that's taken place in the earth no more species have come about uh, God still forms in the womb but he doesn't create from nothing and so all of God's creation ended on day six. And that brings us to the end of this section. In the next section, we're going to have a look at the flood account in a bit more detail because it's a very important uh, event on the timeline of history um, in, in mankind's history, in the Bible. And we would obviously need to know a, a, a bit more about that particular incident. But we're going to end the teaching on that one.